memories. What's good up? Morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you, man? Good. Just putting in some volume here. I gotta turn the turn the volume up. Pump the volume up. Hey, I've got coffee this week. <laughs> oh man, I don't have coffee this week. Past two weeks or three weeks, I haven't had coffee, and this is a coffee talk. I mean, what? I, I, come on now. Take take a whiff. Do you have smell of vision? French vanilla. Oh man. Ooh, the aroma. I'm gonna have to make a cup. Just get yeah. me all amped up for some coffee. Do you do black coffee? You just go black. Black man. Good for Great you. Black. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not that bold. I do. I do a little cream and sugar. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. All right. You know, that's what it is. It's all good. Um, <laughs> right. So today, I thought uh, since last week we talked a little bit about strength. Um, upper body strength specifically. Um, yeah. Maybe we go, go the other way. Talk about like flexibility. Um, and then I've always heard the term pliability, at least recently, because it's, you know, Tom Brady talking about it all the damn time. Um, so maybe like we'll start. What's the difference between those two things? Or is there a difference? Are they kind of similar or what? I guess it depends who you talk to. So there's a few different words. You got flexibility, mm -hmm. pliability, mobility, right? Okay. So yep. they're all they can be interchangeable depending on who you talk to and what school they come from. Whether it's a fitness background, medical background, athletic background, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So flexibility is you know how much range of motion that you have in a muscle and joint. Okay. So like a, a straight leg raise to check your hamstrings, bringing leg up, how high can you bring that leg? Mm -hmm. So there's certain um, there's certain amount of flexibility you want to have in your soft tissues. Um, and we can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. And then I don't use the word pliability much. I know Tom does in his book, and it's a great book, and he's making, he's making resistance bands and mobility very sexy because he's Tom Brady, and he can do that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and it, yeah. So... You know, it's stuff we've been teaching in physical therapy forever. We just don't make it sexy, and we're not Tom Brady, so it's not as cool. Um, right. And I'm not saying that as Although you are pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not Tom Brady, man. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so, what I, so, there's a, so there's flexibility. Okay, how much can you move your joint through a range of motion? How much, um, you know, stretch do your muscles have? And then I use the term mobility, which, okay, can you control your body through those motions? So it's one thing to have okay. adequate flexibility, but if you're not able to control and stable mobility, be doing yourself some harm. Okay. Uh-oh, Mike, I feel yeah, like Some I'm of them are strong, and some of them have good mobility. Some of them are just like bags of water. They're so loose, but they have no strength, no stability. They're not able to control the man's mobility. It's not, it's not a risk. It's too kind of loosey-goosey and not enough stability there. Okay. Gotcha. So, so flexibility and mobility, two different, two different things, but kind of related, interrelated. Yeah. 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 So you okay. need flexibility to have mobility. But you also yep. need good motor control and stability to have mobility. At least, at least that's the way I would use the terms, and uh, I'm sure there's a million other people that use it quite differently. No matter what you call it, right. the ability to move, the, you know, the, 
Is, is it okay to have the ability to go through a certain range of motion? But what you yep. do is quality within that range of motion is important. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to talk to you on the move here because I feel like you're breaking up a little bit. Let's see if it's oh. my connection here. But um, so, so what does pliability mean then? You know, I didn't, I didn't prep for this. Hold on. I'm raising the camera a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends who you ask. I think it's the same as flexibility personally, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people might uh, disagree with me. So I don't know. I don't have a... I don't have a good relationship with the word pliability. I don't really use it much. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, I have to throw on the mask for this part. Okay, now we're um, gotcha. So, um, so if I'm a runner, right? I'm a runner. I don't really think about um, flexibility all that much as a runner. I don't really. Uh, I mean, I go for my run, and that's kind of it. So. When I think of flexibility, what I think about is like the static stretch situation, you know, after a yeah. run, I'm bending over and I can't, I can barely touch my knees, you know. Um, yeah. So why is it important for a runner to have that flexibility in that range of motion? All right. You always ask loaded questions and it's hard to give you a, <laughs> a set answer. So I always got to like give you the, the fine print where... Um, this advice might not be um, correct for everyone. It all depends. But okay. yep. so you need a certain amount of flexibility in your muscles and joints to go through the running stride. Okay. okay. No way. That'll decrease the stress through the joint. That'll make your muscles more active, more, um, more able to handle the running stride and also the impact. Okay. Having, having hypermobility or hyperflexibility like Go back to like the people who are in yoga who are extremely flexible. Right. That is not necessarily a beneficial thing for a runner. Okay. Back when I started my career, like I was, I was stretching everyone's hamstring because I was told, I thought hamstrings were the, like the leading cause of every injury and the third leading cause of death in the first world country. You know, it was like, just, it was just heart stretch, stretch, stretch. What's that? Heart disease and hamstrings. That's you get that pretty much. So I overstretched a lot of people. And even with my back pain patients, oh, it's got to be tight hamstrings, tight hamstrings. Um, mm -hmm. So being, having too much flexibility does not help a runner. You know, we thought being, you know, super flexible would help minimize your risk of injury. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of studies out there that might not show that. So the advice I give and when I work with my clients, I'm trying to get them enough flexibility where it's not going to impede the running stride. It's not going to impede... Um, the power development and the shock absorbing ability of those muscles and joints um, mm -hmm. for the for the runner. Anything above and beyond that, if they don't have an injury or pain associated with it, we just try to maintain a certain amount of flexibility. We don't go too much. Again, 20 years ago, I was trying to get everyone super, super flexible. Not anymore. Right. So I have a question that is a personal thing. So I... Um, started getting like massages and stuff. and right. so like that I thought okay this is good but then in a weird way it kind of I don't know maybe my logic is wrong on this but so like I felt like you know how like muscles kind of be like it's like an elastic band kind of and mm -hmm. I was my elastic band and I wasn't getting like the Return when I was running because yeah. I'm like 
the muscles and weren't like snapping back as quick. Is that like a thing? My yeah, that's the thing. That's definitely a thing. Your muscles are elastics. So if you overextend or have too much flexibility, you can lose the natural elasticity within your um, within the muscles, right? So here's a quick example, not of exact, but put your hand on your chest like this. Okay. Right? Now, take your index finger and slam it against your chest as hard as you can. Oh, man. It's not very loud, not very forceful, right? If you take it and put it on stretch, yep. and then let go, you got a little more things in the soft tissue in there that you're stretching. So yep. that's why with runners, I don't want to make them too flexible, especially in like calf and Achilles. You need to have enough flexibility where it's not going to impede your joints and lead to Achilles problems and plantar fascia issues and joint and uh, running mechanic issues. But you also don't want to make it so flexible because that's a really lot of elastic energy that you can store. Um, so. Yes, what you're you're thinking is on point. Becoming too flexible, too loosey goosey can take some of that springiness away. Okay. So there's that there's that fine line. Okay. Yeah. On this side of the line you're too flexible, on this side of the line you're not flexible enough. And it's different for everyone, but you kinda wanna find that happy point. Now, are you trained to find that happy point? Did you like <laughs> how do we figure that out? I don't know what so I that's know just the weird, that's the weirdest question you've ever asked me. Like, Can you my find to find the happy point? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so yes. So if you see someone like uh, even certain fitness professionals, chiropractors, um, therapists, that's what we do. Like we try to assess people from head to toe and see where their limitations and where their um, inadequacies are. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's some testing we can do, and depending on who the person is, what their injury history is what their running goals are, we can assess it. Like, do we need more mobility here? Do we need more strength and stability? And we can help, um, we can help guide someone. Because a lot of people are just stretching blindly because they're told they need to stretch, right? And they might be stretching at the wrong time and they might be stretching the muscles that are already flexible because those don't hurt. So many times you tell people, oh yeah, like, yeah, I don't stretch my hip flexors. I just, it hurts, man. I don't like doing that. And you, you assess it, you find that. Yeah, you says me like that's the number one thing you should be doing. Like that's what you need to be stretching. So yeah. for those of you listening, the ones that are uncomfortable and you don't like to do are probably the ones you need to do the most. Gotcha. All right. And you'll find you'll find your happy point if you do that. <laughs> what are so are the hip flexors like one of the things that you find are always super tight on runners? Yeah, yeah. So anterior hip, and for some reason I think we've talked about this in a couple of the other um, coffee talks we've had. But like, look at me now, I'm sitting at my desk, so the front of my hips are getting tight. You know, if I'm out running, you know, taking about a thousand steps per mile, you're overusing the, the hip flexors, which is part of the territory of, the, of running, um, they'll mm -hmm. tend to get tight. So hip flexors, um, for the most part, calf and Achilles tendon tend to get a little too tight, so you want adequate flexibility in those. Yeah. Um, hamstrings, I'm not as hard pressed on hamstring length as I used to be, but it's definitely important. Yeah, uh, yep. and then what we talked about with the running, like also pec and trap flexibility. When we needled you, we talked about this area here. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you throw in a good IT band um, session in there, and you've got all the major tight areas that you need to work on. Okay. So, how long do you think it would take me to work through that? So, is this like after I go for a run, I should do stretching? Is that how it works? Yeah. So let's all right, really quickly. 
because I could talk all day about this. So we talked about, I think we've mentioned foam rolling in the past, right? So yes, foam can. rolling can actually improve the flexibility or pliability of your muscles. So that's a very good thing. And what's mm -hmm. good about foam rolling is you can get it and you won't get any strength deficits by foam rolling. There are some studies that showed if you overstretch a muscle, you can actually lose the ability to generate strength, power, and force in that muscle. Okay. For the, for the average person, it's not a big thing to worry about. You know, I think they did a three-minute hamstring stretch, and then they had these world-class sprinters go, go to the start line immediately after and do a 100-yard dash. Yeah. So they found that after stretching out your hamstrings for three minutes straight, you're a little bit slower, um, probably because of the elastic um, principle that we talked about. For the average person, some people do feel they need to stretch beforehand, which is fine. But I like foam rolling beforehand. Um, it gives you some flexibility in the muscles, increases your blood flow. It doesn't give you any strength deficit if that is going to be a, a minute um, influence. Um, it wakes up the neuromuscular system. Do some dynamic warm-up on dynamic stretching so you're not doing that slow sustained hold. So it gets you more ready and primed for the run. And then I like to see the slow stretching, like the hold for 30 to 60 seconds after your run or later on in the day. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be immediately after your run. It would be ideal, but some people can't do that because of timing of life and work and all these other things. Okay, gotcha. Did I answer your question? Yeah, I think so. So like, um, foam roll before, warm up dynamically, run, static stretch. Yeah. And then get to bed hydrate hydrate yes put the yep. phone away get your eight hours of sleep and then yep. rinse rinse and repeat the next day oh yeah same deal yeah. um yeah. can i ask a question about flexibility um what is the benefit of it of like finding that happy place so like if i'm some runs and i never stretch is it like an injury prevention thing? Is it something that can my performance if I increase my flexibility? Is it a combo? Why am, why am I doing this? Yeah, uh, it, it's a combo. And again, depending on where you are on the spectrum of flexibility. Um, mm -hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, if you're already flexible, becoming more flexible isn't really gonna help you as a runner. So okay. there's that happy point and you wanna get your flexibility within the range and that's going to allow your tissues to be more resilient. It's going to allow you to tap into the elastic properties of your muscle, um, help the shock absorbing abilities of your body. So it's a performance and injury prevention thing to a certain point. And then mm -hmm. becoming over flexible can actually shift the pendulum in the other direction where you can be leading yourself to more injury. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So getting, getting normal or adequate motion, keep it for the rest of your life, and then you'll be good. So I feel like most of our coffee talks would be like probably like two, two seconds. It's just like, fine. like the truth's in the middle always. With everything. With everything. With everything. It's, yeah. Seriously. Right. Like you can't, you can't go too far, but like not flexible spectrum. And then you can't go too far to the super flexible spectrum. You gotta find. Yeah. And you don't. And you don't need the strength training to turn yourself into a bodybuilder, but you need to do some strength training because that's beneficial, right? You don't right. want to sleep 12 hours a day because that might be too much, but you don't want to sleep four hours a day because that's not enough. Right in the middle. In the middle. Right in the middle. Moderation. What, what do you 
right? <laughs> well, you know, it, so on that note, like, if you look up the research, like, if you Google, like, go on Google Scholar and look up these articles about flexibility, any, almost any research article you find that says flexibility will prevent injury, you'll find an equal amount of articles that say flexibility will not prevent injury. You know, strengthening is going to beneficial for runners. Strengthening is not too beneficial for runners. Like, there's, there's, it's hard to, you know, weed through all of that information. I, I try my best to do it so I can give proper advice. But yes, yeah. er, typically I'm right down the middle. And yeah. also not everything works the same for everyone. I still have people who are passive stretching before they run. And if they don't, they just don't feel right. I'm not going to stop them. You know, right, right. I got guys older than me who have been passive stretching before they run since the 70s and 80s. And they're still running. Like, why am I going to change them if they're ah, broke? No, the re the research might tell you otherwise, but they ain't broke. I ain't fixing it, right? Right. Yeah. Good call. So that's the tricky part, I suppose, is finding your middle. Like, yeah. everybody's probably a different spot on the that spectrum. Yes. And that's where I guess where you come in, right? Yeah, and that's why it's tough. Like. There's so many great programs out there, like including my Runstrong program, I think is great. But there might be a need that someone has that's not addressed enough during that program because it's a it's a my it's pretty much a down the middle program. It should help most people, right? There's a bunch mm -hmm. of programs you can find online, you know, build flexibility, build strength, explosive power for runners, or just general fitness stuff. There's so much out there. Mm -hmm. They're going to help a certain amount of people, but the ideal way to do to use your time wisely and efficiently is to find out where your lowest hanging fruit is, right? What do you need the most work with? You start there and put together a program that's meant just for you. And that's when professionals like myself can come in and help out and really fine tune. So people aren't doing three hours of auxiliary work a day and they only need 25 minutes. Right, right. So in where folks can just like reach out to you and like necessarily have to go through it or whatever like we no. talked about. No, no, right? no, no. Like, Definitely don't. I need some help. Yeah. I'm constantly getting my hamstring is is not being stretched enough. I need to come right. talk to you. Or something. Yeah, so, yeah, we yeah, we do you know, because we do so much work with runners, so we do a lot of like out of pocket non medical services where we'll evaluate runners, we'll do the video analysis, but we'll do head to toe screens and we'll find out where the need is and then we can help direct that person. Sometimes there is an injury and we can incorporate that into a medical based physical therapy program, but we're given that advice to make sure that they're using their time wisely. You know, even when people come in for therapy, if we're seeing them twice a week for 30, 40 minutes at a time, that's only 60 to 80 minutes out of a week where there's 10,000 minutes, over 10,000 minutes in that week. So it's more what we teach them to do at home or what not to do at home, that'll be more beneficial. Um, but to do that, they've got to assess and figure out what's going on. Gotcha. All right, cool. That's well, a good plug. I, Thank you. I know. Well, I got to wrap it up. So I was going to ask him, how, how can they reach out to you specifically? If I share this with, you know, whoever, yeah. How, how can they get in touch with you to get sorted? So through here on Instagram, either at, at my run strong or um, at Foundation Performance. So Foundation Performance is the my brick and mortar physical therapy practice that I have. Mm -hmm. um, at uh, at my run strong is the online and the um, running specific stuff I do. But either way, you can get a hold of me through there. Um, mm -hmm. If you go on the foundationperformance.com, you'll see my three offices. 
um, all the staff of people we have and everyone that works for me is trained to work with runners. Um, so we all, any one of my team can help out, um, but that would probably be the easiest way. Shoot me a message or uh, track us down online and we can uh, answer any questions and set people up. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Pleasure as um, always. Enjoy the rest of your coffee, my friend. You too. Hey, so what are we doing next week? Is next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Oh, jeez. do it? thought about that my goodness yeah. we'll have to work that out can can we I like you we, we can work it out we can, we can figure it out all right cool i gotta I'm, talk i'm game for anything yeah i don't know what's going on thanksgiving everything's crazy with the covid Thanks. stuff yeah yeah we're not we're not doing much unfortunately um but yeah yeah so we can still do it if you want we can whatever we'll, we'll talk yeah we'll figure it out all right um Again, thanks. I'll see you uh, maybe next week. All right.